is up, everybody? This is Keith Jamison. We're back, guys. 31 across the DFS industry. We are back. Three-game EPL slate. Kind of a bummer, right? We've had four games, five games, six-game EPL slates. Now we only have three. But it is an EPL slate. It's a great two-hour sweat. And it's our last Saturday EPL slate before a two-week international break. So hope you did well this week. Let's jump right into the picks. But before we do that, quick reminder to like, subscribe, and comment on this video and the Mayo Media Network, all the amazing content from Pat and his team. You want to make sure that you're getting all of that to your feed. And if you are on audio, hit subscribe um, to this feed as well so you can get all that content to your phone on demand. Make your car rides so much easier, which I do on the daily. And then if you want more content from me and our site at FSI DFS, um, type that into the YouTube search. There's always all sorts of great soccer on there. Uh, Galazzo from my boy Alex Hooper. GPP strategies for EPL is already up. Just all sorts of great stuff. So check us out. All right, enough ads. Let's get into the picks. So starting, let's start with odds and then we'll go to the picks. Um, and one thing I'll just say, despite Chelsea being a big favorite, it is kind of fun to not have Man City as like minus 900 and Liverpool as like minus 700 to only have the one favorite to deal with. And then for, especially for like GPP, you can kind of, get in a couple of like Brentford guys or maybe like a Palace or Wolves guy in there that may be lower owned because Chelsea is going to concentrate a ton of the ownership up top because Chelsea is a minus 400 home favorite versus Burnley with the only total around three. It's like 2.75 to three. So right up there, got Brentford as the second biggest favorite in the slate, minus 167, hosting a really, really poor Norwich team that if they don't get a win or two coming up here, like they're going to be, be relegated, you know, with a month or two to go. And then Palace at home, surprising Palace, coming off the Manchester City beatdown. I don't know if it wasn't really a beatdown, but 2-0 away. It's a big deal. Plus 145 hosting Wolves. Those two both have only have a two and a quarter total. So at the top, most expensive player that's really in my player pool is Connor Gallagher. And there's a big star next to Connor Gallagher. Not because I shall say this. For one, he is a star. Chelsea Loney making a name for himself, you know. Another one of these guys that Chelsea loans out, there's a star, and now you go look at Chelsea's um, current team, you're like, where the heck does he fit in? Because you probably should figure out a way to fit this guy in, right? Or go sell him for some crazy fee. But if we do not see Luka Mojosevic, is I think the big thing, right? Because I'm not going to pay $9,100 for Conor Gallagher if he does not have set pieces, or if there's even a muddy, like if Elise is in, anything like that, I, I probably don't want to pay 9,100. It's really up there because I'm going to be giving up a really good Chelsea piece to get him. But if Conor Gallagher is on a monopoly set pieces, we've seen huge games for Conor Gallagher, including last week versus City with a goal and assist. So Conor Gallagher is a future superstar. 9,100, if he has a monopoly of set pieces, is just fine versus Wolves who give up DFS. Um, goodness. So I like Conor Gallagher, but make sure you look at the lineup. Ivan Tony, last year's Golden Boot winner, and the championship comes in at 8,800. It's tough to get him, right? It's similar to Conor Gallagher. You're going to be giving up a Chelsea piece, very, very possibly, or punting something off because I think there's one obvious forward that almost everybody will be on. And then it's like, do you do Tony? Do you do Zaha? Do you do some other guys not listed here? Do you do like Raul? Um, there's just a couple of different ways you could go. But I think Ivan Tony has shown actually a really decent floor for a striker, right? A lot of sevens, eights, and nine DKs in there without a goal or assist. Get a goal or assist, and now you're at 20. And Brent and Norwich's defense is horrendous, especially away from home. 
Brentford coming off of a pretty bad loss versus Burnley. I think that home crowd, which can be nuts, ask Arsenal that, ask Liverpool, right? They've, they've gotten some really, really good results at home. This could be a beatdown. So I really actually like Brentford a ton as a GPP kind of stack away from Chelsea Chalk. But Ivan Tony definitely in the short list of forwards I would consider. Kai Havertz, I think, is going to be the chalk forward at 8,200. He's leading the line for Chelsea with Timo Werner and uh, Romelu Lukaku out. Chelsea, this is the one position they don't have depth in, is center forward. And, you know, Kai, while the minutes are getting up there, this is the last game for a break. I don't think that Tuchel really wants to experiment and, you know, try to throw in something like Hudson Adoy or somebody that really doesn't have experience playing as, as that, like, nine slash false nine. So at 8,200, he is in the biggest favorite, right? It's minus 400, the highest total, and leading the line for Chelsea. So I think at 8,200, you know, you're not going to love how you fill these forwards, but I think Kai is going to be really popular in optimal builds for that reason. Reese James and Ben Chola, I'm going to kind of loop them together as the two Chelsea wingbacks. They're both expensive, man, but you could argue point per dollar. They are the two highest floors on the slate. Reese James, um, if we see... There's a lot of this Chelsea lineup, all right? Because I love, so let me just tackle that now. Mason Mount has been sick, but not COVID sick, right? That's the 2021 version. As you hear sick, you immediately jump to COVID. Tuchel shut that down, said it's not COVID, but he's been missing some time and missing some important games. And he's back in training. But what I read this morning before getting on, there'll be a presser shortly after getting recording. But that Mason Mount, I think, will probably start on the bench if he even makes the team. Um, so that's going to take away his set uncertainty, but we'll still probably have Reese James, Ben Chola, and Hakeem Ziechen. Now, in the Champions League game midweek, we saw Hakeem Ziech jump on almost everything, including last week versus Newcastle. He was on majority of sets as well. Now, he would likely spit, split with Ben Chola, but we've also seen when Reese James is on the pitch, he likes to take some. Didn't take any versus Newcastle, but Reese James explodes with two goals, seven crosses, and a massive game to bail me out of a bad lineup in cash. So I think Reese James and Ben Showar are both elite, elite plays. I'm going to do everything I possibly can just to plug them both in. Because I think before the clean sheet, you get almost double-digit four with them. And then both have shown goal scoring upside in that two-goal wingback system. So I really like them both. And I may as well just go straight down to um, Hakeem Ziyech. I'll go back to you, Wolf Zaha. But Hakeem Ziyech midweek, Looked like the Hakeem Ziyech we all have wanted to see for, what now, two years? The guy at Ajax that, you know, in the Champions League was just a plug-and-play at 10,000 because he would just show up with 18 to 24 points, then score a goal or assist, and you're at 30, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest DFS player ever. He goes to Chelsea. We're like, oh, my gosh, we get to play him every single week. And it's been a bummer since then. But at 7,400, if you don't see Mason Mount, you know, I think – Three of my first clicks are trying to get Chilwell, Reese James, Akeem Ziyech, and then probably Kai Havertz in my line and trying to figure it out from there. So that's how high I am. And realistically, we're looking at a minus 400 favorite. So we're almost three times the favorite that Brentford is at home um, and with players that are much more proven than we've seen on the Brentford guys. And I should say this, it's a really plus matchup versus Burnley because Burnley away from home will bunker in, will allow a ton of crosses. That's the stuff we want for DFS and try to hit them on the counter. So I really do like Chelsea here. That's not a shock and that's not a bold statement by any means. Wolf Zaha is 7,500. I think he and Tony are my two favorite second forwards if I can get it there. 
but you know, I might have to drop down to an Edward or somebody along those lines, but let's just talk about Wolf Zaha, always an elite floor, right? And that's without sets, draws fouls, shoots a ton, now has PKs, which helps a ton. Um, Wolf Zaha, you know, has always been a true favorite of mine, like even to watch when he's not complaining. Like that's the one part of Wolf Zaha we could just leave is when he's getting fouled and he's just screaming at the refs. It's like, dude, they called a foul. You're, you're fine. Move on, go draw another. Um, but takes the guys on, does get a few crosses in there. But realistically, you're looking at seven, eight, nine, four. And then if you get a goal or assist, you know, you're moving on from there. And that's what we want from a forward ultimately. If we don't really have forwards with sets, the only guy really here is Dwight McNeil at 6,000. That's a brutal matchup versus Chelsea. So while he's in play, I think I'm gravitating towards the others. But I need to think, might have to think about that more with Dwight McNeil, to be honest with you, because Dwight McNeil, we saw in a brutal matchup at City, had almost 10 DK. And he's going to be on the counter. Anytime he's going to get the ball at his foot, he's going to cross the ball. So look, I'm recording, thinking about things out loud and talking myself more and more into Dwight McNeil as a cash forward, probably not GPP. Matthias Jensen at 5,900, I think is on that short list of guys I want to lock in as well. Um, been taking mostly monopoly of set pieces for Brentford. The only thing with Matthias Jensen that hurts is he's in the center of the pitch, right? So I've talked about this a lot over the last weeks is when you have a guy that's central, right? And is more, doesn't get out wide where he can cross the ball in open play, but he's going to be reliant on set pieces and, you know, things like tackles, shots, fouls drawn. Doesn't get those at random. Dwight McNeil, I'm out in the wing. I don't know what to do. Let me just toss the ball in the box and see what happens. Doesn't happen in the center of the pitch. But uh, Matthias Jensen does have close to monopoly sets. Sometimes Sergi Knaus, who we'll talk about next, can take a few. But when Jensen's on the pitch, it's him. It's sub 6,000. I've told you I like Brentford at home. So taking their set to taker, especially in cash, cash makes a ton of sense. Sergi Knaus is playing a hybrid wing back slash winger role. He took some sets to start the season. Hasn't the last few weeks, but it's been crossing the ball a lot more. Sergi Knaus, when we used to play interleague slates with Brentford on it in the championship, would be a 7,500 to 8,000 player, very, very active. And I think at 5,500, he may be kind of a weird fit into builds where a lot of people aren't on him, which means you really like him in GPP, pairing him with like a Tony or depending on who the second forward is, is it an Emblemo, blanking on the other new guy's name, but those are ways that you could change it up in GPP. Um, Ryan out Nori, 5,000 for Wolves. I really like to play. Maybe I like it too much because it lowers a, kind of my nemesis in DFS, John Moutinho. Um, but Ryan out Nori, when starting, not only plays left wing backs where he can cross the ball a ton, but has been taking half the set pieces. His set piece actually resulted in Wolves' goal last week. And I just really like out Nori, profile as well as a DFS player. Every time he's gotten the opportunity, you know, he's been in that double digit range. So at 5,000, Versus Palace, which is not a matchup I'm scared about. I like Palace to win here, but, um, you know, it's not going to be something, it's not like City where I go, you know, how much ball are they actually going to have? That's not Palace style. Finally, at 4,000, Rico Henry, I think is worth a look. Um, plays a wing back for um, Brentford. And look, it's 4,000. There's not a lot down there at the bottom range. So um, getting somebody like him down there, if you need it, is there. But, you know, temper your expectation. You're looking at five, six, seven. DK um, without a goal or assist, which is just fine. And if they get, if they happen to uh, keep a clean sheet, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're getting close to double digits. All right. That'll do it for the picks. Good luck this week, everybody. Once again, um, if you want to get any more of my content, check me out at FSI DFS. 
I'm at GatorGuy231 on Twitter. And make sure, last thing, if you're still around, make sure to subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Just so much amazing stuff on this channel. I'm so thankful for Pat and the team for giving me the opportunity to bring the EPL DFS to you. And with that, I'll leave you. Thank you all again. See you.